Welcome to this latest edition of the Real Deal Podcast. I'm your host, the Real Joe Quinn, on this 12th of October. Amazingly, we are, you know, not too far away from Halloween. Next thing you know, it'll be Thanksgiving, the way things are moving. Um, episode 851, season 15, of course. And as always, on this Wednesday, I'm joined by one Robert Sapp. How you doing, Mr. Sapp? Oh, I am doing wonderful. Wonderful. That's that's wonderful. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, he Rob Sapp is out yeah, here winning. Yeah, out here winning. And his, bill, his bills are winning, so we're gonna get to that. Yeah. Um themes. So I had two themes. <laughs> uh the, the the second one is is kind of obvious term in terms of quarterbacks going bad. The first one I call it a term honeydew Sunday. And I'm a, this is why it was honeydew Sunday, because if you look at that block of one o'clock games and if you are in a relationship, married, what have you, and your wife or spouse knows anything about football, she'd have been like, yo, motherfucker, you can actually paint the garage. Because look at this schedule of games. These games, really? These games? <laughs> so that's why I called it. That's why I thought it was uh, honeydew Sunday, especially in that early block. Uh, also, quarterbacks, quarterback's going bad that i think that speaks for itself we'll talk we'll flush that out more over uh the podcast rough that was a rough batch of one o'clock games to begin oh my goodness to say the least unless your team was blowing another team i, about to say, I, enjoy <laughs> I don't know about anybody else i enjoy it you yes all right so let's get as we begin all our programs with all our podcasts with uh after themes we're going to get into the buffalo segment uh, I know, Mr. I know, Mr. Sapp has, like, as he phrases it, all the thoughts. So I'll all just, I will put my two cent in. Um, this was a, you know, this was a take care, taking care of business performance by the Bills. The Bills did exactly what they should have done to the Steelers. The Bills have done a great job this year of manhandling these teams that they're supposed to. Um, for the most part, you look at. Uh, and, they, and that Tennessee win is looking better and better, but as, as Tennessee has, has rebounded to win three straight. Uh, to win three straight, so that win is looking better. Um, and they just destroyed they destroyed Pittsburgh. I mean, this game was over at halftime. Allen's throwing the ball, doing whatever he want, wanted to do 552 yards of total offense. Uh, he had a pass to Gabriel Davis, the second one. Uh, after the, the, the Davis caught the 98 one, 98 yard one. Then the second one was like I forgot about how long the second one was, like sixty eight. That was his, you. You can't throw a ball better, a deep ball better than he threw that, that second deep ball. First of all, it was like sixty five yards in the air, flick of the wrist, perfect. I mean, laid it out there, and, and the coverage was not bad. The coverage was right there. Like the coverage was actually very good. Uh, just showing you just the physical. Arm strength and talent is much as as gifted of a thrower as there is in the sport right now as Josh Allen and he was on top of his game. Uh, Kenny Pickett actually threw the ball well. If you're a Pittsburgh fan looking for some hope, he actually did throw the ball well, but they had no chance in this game. Buffalo handles his business as they get ready for Kansas City week. Uh, Mr. Sapp, the floor is yours. Yeah, we in the middle of Kansas City. We we yes, here. Indeed. Um, this is we just going back in time just to talk about this ass whooping for a second. Because all all focus is on Kansas City. We celebrate the Bills fandom and the Bills celebrate this for like half a second. And then it was like bye. Um, so what I love about this team this year is um we cashing in 
all the receipts. All of them. How many receipts? All of them. That Tennessee ass whooping, like when I told you, 40. The reason I'm saying this is because I know. We're not playing games with these teams that's messed with us before. Yeah. That we messed around with before. Pittsburgh so, last, last year opened the game. Yep. Yep. They got, they getting it. They got, they was going to get it. I knew we was going to put 40. And the only reason we get 41 was because we beat their ass so hard in the second, in the, in the first half. Yep. Yeah, we had to take the foot off the gas pedal. Otherwise, they, they would have, um, uh, you could have got 50 team for, for, um, for just, uh, just violence, just, just, uh, just a massacre. Um, so it, it would, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been cool. So, anyways, um, so, uh, I'm glad you brought up that Gabe, the, the, um, Josh Allen, Gabe Davis touchdown. Like you, like national media, everybody would focus on Josh Allen. That's great for him and his MVP candidacy. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to actually focus in on Gabe Davis. Um, it was like that was, I watched that play a bajillion times. Live, the, second, the second touchdown, everything right? Everything like that. Yeah, the second touchdown. 62 yeah. yards. 62. I'll talk about the first one. Um, but the 62 yard one, it was a perfect throw. It was a perfect catch. And it was perfectly defended. Like, yep. it was perfect. Yes. Everything perfect. Yep. What happened was Gabe Davis, the homeboy, got the ball. He was taken away. Gabe Davis snatched it back. Said, it's my ball. Yep. And that was it. It was, it was man on man, competition on competition. Everything played out perfectly. Everybody did their jobs. And it came down to who wanted it more. The quintessential sports moment. Damn all this other stuff we talk about. Quintessential sports is man on man, eight game on eight game, no blame, no da-da-da, no everything like that. We all do our who wants it more. We wanted it more. Quite simple. Um. The great thing about that, uh, the first touchdown, which then this is all Josh Allen, um, and I'll give him praise. I'll give him his praises on this. Sorry, uh, I'll give him his praises on this. Um, he he did that pass in uh, against the win. He hit that ball out, man. I don't know what that was. Fifty yards straight in the air. Um, and hit him right in stride. Um, you know, like those are the things where it's just like I was talking to my brother, and he's like, you know, I'm all like, he's still on the old thing with me, like where he has to convince me Josh Allen is good, but like you don't gotta do that anymore. Like, they did a, they did a, no, no, hold on, they did a stat. They did a stat that said, I'm about to take it up another notch. So damn all that. I'm going to be the main chimney. Damn all y'all. I'm the Bills fan here. Everybody get out my way. Um, uh, I, I, uh, they did, they did a stat in the first quarter um, that, that said, uh, or, or I heard, I heard it later. I can't remember, but they were talking about um, the only person, uh, either Josh Allen equal or past Peyton Manning in this respect. The only QB to not the only QB, the QB to throw the most four touchdowns in one half. Once you start getting your name compared to Peyton Manning over and over again, you are constructing a Hall of Fame career. That's what we're watching. We're watching a Hall of Fame career happen. 
right before right before our eyes. That's what we're watching in Buffalo. And so now for me, the, the only question is, can he be greater than Jim Kelly? And of course, we need that championship. Now, everything boils down to the championship. Everything boils down to the championship. Everything boils down to the championship. And so um, I, I, I don't normally get so super excited over these blowout games because we do them so often. Um, but I enjoyed this one because, A, this was the receipt that had to be cashed. Pittsburgh had to get all these hands, all of them. They had to get that. And then um, I love the aggressiveness down the field. I feel like that's just something that, yeah, we got to be patient. Got to be patient. Everybody's playing too high. Everybody, that's the trend in the league. Um, so we got we to be patient. Most of the times, I just think it's just like a nice reward for the offense when you can get those off, when you are 100% capable of doing that. And so after weeks and weeks of kind of like chunking, 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 more chunking, chunking outside the first game, um, then you get to like really like uncork. And so that felt really, really good for the offense. And now all lasers, and not only what I appreciate about what I'm hearing now, what's got me even more excited, not only are all lasers pointed on Kansas City, but we're thinking beyond. Like, remember what happened last year? We beat Kansas City, which is why this game is just wonky when we get to there, to me in my mind. About it because we beat Kansas City and then we lost the, the then we lost the ability to get the number one seed and so I love that all lasers are pointed Kansas City but all lasers are pointed in terms of the future of the season if you hear, if you've heard any of the rumors about who we're going to pick up during the trade deadline right it's um, full throttle it's full throttle no, I'm back you should, I'm back. You should be, you should be, you should be all I was at eighty percent last week I'm at ninety nine percent this week we back yep. we back. Yeah. No, yeah. Th- listen, that they like I said, they handled their business. Um I like Buffalo has some of the worst wind in the NFL. Like it's it's, it's when, when it gets windy, <laughs> go back and check out that Kansas City game from two years ago where they couldn't even play in the wind and Kansas City just ran the ball. And that that's when I mean that what that wind was horrible that day. And it was just nasty all together. I think it was some ice. You talking about New England? No, 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 no. I'm talking about the wind. Couple of years ago, when they when Kansas City beat them with the running game, you you oh, hate that okay. game from the you hate that game from the standpoint of the, the strategy y'all using as Kansas City. You remember it very well during the pandemic. Yeah, I remember that game. They but they, they had some I bad win in that ball. game. Yeah, the, yeah, no, well, it was the, bad. The New England one was worse. Our run defense was worse. The New England, the New England one was a better example of how bad that win could be. That, yeah. that win was that win was in, yeah, that, it just that was, that was wow. like oh. insane. Like that, like no, like that was just that's when New England didn't throw the ball right. That's I think New England didn't run the yeah, ball. Two passes, yeah, two passes. Yep. Two passes. Oh, two I passes. Remember, yep. I would not remember very well as the win. <laughs> so that win, you know, those conditions are serious. He threw right through them. Like they didn't bother him. Whatsoever, and that again, that got we are talking about a guy who has some of the best arm talent, uh, at in in the entire NFL. And and cool, uh, as usual, he, and by the way, no, he does no. have the best. No, he has the best arm no. talent. How about he best arm. No, he does. He does. <laughs> yeah, at this here. point, no, uh-uh. uh uh Mahomes is right there. Mahomes, Brady Rogers, get out of here. No, Aaron Rodgers, no, Mahomes is right there. No, Mahomes is right there. In terms of cutting it through that win, nah, nah, don't, don't, don't do that. That's my guy. Don't do that. I'll give Mahomes 
his props went for uh, the number one for all the stuff that he does. Number one, but this ain't it. But cut this to the wind. No, Allen is the best. The what, what, the right weather. From the weather standpoint, yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. And as usual, um, you didn't mention it, but I'll give them their their just due. The defense, you know, does its usual just shut down. You're not going to do anything. Three points. Um, to a team that has weapons, by the way. They have, yeah. Pittsburgh has some weapons. Yeah. But the defense, the defense just does what the defense does. The game is going to be the defensive masterpiece. That This is the one where the, this Kansas City one is going to be where, where we're going to get to sing the praises of the defense. Uh, you can't sing the praises of the defense or beat the hell out of Pittsburgh. No, no, no. But I'm not. I'm not going to dismiss. Uh, they did their damn thing. consistent. You're right, Leslie Frazier. Just he just he just should get mentioned every time. Yeah, he, he's he, he's putting on. They're they're a putting clinic. on a masterpiece. It's a yeah, it's a clear masterpiece. They are. going to call it. Um, Cincinnati Baltimore gets the game of the week. Uh, now again, I know this game was very low scoring. Uh, Cincinnati wins. Excuse me, Baltimore wins nineteen seventeen on, of course, a Justin Tucker field goal. But I I love this game. From a defensive standpoint, there was so much shit going on. I went back and rewatched it on a condensed, the NFL Plus condensed view, uh, condensed uh, game. It was a, like, there was, the defensive coordinators in this game were, speak about masterpieces, they were brilliant. Like, they, especially Cincinnati, how they defended Lamar Jackson. I know he had the, the late run, they put him in field goal range, I understand that, but Lamar, that's what, that's why he's special. He's good, he, he's going to break a run. It's just going to happen. It's just, like, you just have to just, you know, limit the how many runs he breaks, breaks for. But they both defenses played extremely well. Um, it was again, it was a fun game to watch from a defensive standpoint, uh, especially going against these two, these great quarterbacks, these two great quarterbacks who have who are developing into a uh, a rivalry in that division. It was a game that Baltimore had to have from a standpoint of you can't let Cincinnati go through you three straight times. Like last year, Cincinnati absolutely had Baltimore for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. They had to redeem themselves. Um, so let's get to Mr. Hardball here. So can you explain to me, right? So last week, go backwards last week, you go for it on a fourth and two, close to being fourth and three because of analytics. You go for it, right? Despite the fact that your offense has done nothing against the best defense in the NFL. Okay. Now we are about nine minutes left in the fourth quarter. And you decide to kick the field goal on a fourth in inches against a lesser defense. Decent defense, but not nowhere on Buffalo's caliber. Um, I Again, I don't question the idea of taking points. I will never question the idea of taking points. Rarely will I question the idea of taking points, especially in a game that's a defensive game. But it just shows me that clearly – I, again, analytics don't make sense in the in the, just don't make sense. Number one and number two, it clearly was in Harbaugh's head what transpired last week. That was a reactive call to what he he'll never admit it. Of course, and he doesn't have to, but that was that him not going for it this week was reactive to the decision he made last week. Hearing all the shit he had to hear, right, rightfully so, about the decision uh, last week. Uh, what are your thoughts? It's just like I mean, like. Here's what coaches, NFL head coaches, are incapable of saying. They're incapable of saying, um, that was a dumb call. Yep. They're incapable of saying it. It's just like uh, Carroll in the Super Bowl. Yep. It, it, it just was a dumb call, and he's incapable of saying it. And so 
You're absolutely right. It was the absolute reaction to all the criticism that, that he got because the excuse that he gave was BS. It wasn't analytics, and that's that's what he could – the pressure of the moment dictated that he go for it because he wanted to get the victory over the Bills, and he didn't think his defense could stop him. But he couldn't say that. So he came up with some lame-ass analytics excuse, and so then he got beat over the head with it. Um, and then um, uh, encountered with, with a similar situation this week, he uh, he 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 backed off. He backed off because of the criticism. You're 100 right, and it's because he couldn't say, you know what, guys, that was a dumb call. It was a dumb call. I messed up. Now they're they're good when when co- NFL coaches are good when they get crushed, getting out there and saying. Uh, we got out coached, outplayed, yada yada. I let the team down. They're good at saying things like that, but when it is a specific call, a specific thing, a specific decision they made, that's when that's when it gets real challenging to say, I messed up. And so he didn't say it. And therefore he had to um he had to kind of like eat it this year this this week. Fortunately he didn't come back to bite him in the ass. And from a technical standpoint, a strategic standpoint, I know it's about the Cincinnati offense is they've made the adjustments as far as um, with the pass protection. It's gotten a little better. But here's the thing. They're not the same team if they're not going down the field. So not even even close. So it's kind of like it's going to be interesting to watch, like, can they get the offensive line to a point to where they can go down the field or can they develop quick enough to where their intermediate stuff can be, can uh, be highly effective. So that'll, that'll be interesting to watch from that standpoint. But again, first things first, you got like fuck the downfield shit. You got to protect your quarterback. That's number one. So that like, that's, that's not even it. The what's I mean the strategy is not even questioned. You're protecting with play calling, huh? Fine, you're protecting with play calling, which is fine, but that right. does, that's not that's not optimal to how you want to run your offense. No, is, so the offensive line is still a problem. No, it's still a problem. No, it's absolutely still. I mean, no, it's still a problem because if, if it's limited, if the offensive line is limited in your play calling, then yeah, it's it's, it's a problem. Um, but a very good, great defensive game though. Very, both defensive coordinators did a phenomenal job. I felt, felt like contained both quarterbacks. You're talking about two of the most dynamic quarterbacks in the league. Uh, the Cincinnati defense coordinator is just, is he's he's the truth. He's he's very good, very good. Uh, we saw that last year with uh, what he did against Kansas City, especially in that second half. I know KC has some something to do with that, but he still still made the adjustments and they and they uh, and they uh, won that game, but. You know, this I have a feeling that this game that they played the last week in the season that that game will decide the division. I really do. I think both these teams are like I don't again. I don't see Baltimore running away, and I don't see Kansas City. I don't see uh, Cincinnati going anywhere. Go around the league, some games to note: the early morning uh, London game. London game turned out to be a, a pretty good game. Uh, they got you know they have two very good games back to back weeks. They have been highly competitive. Uh, get, listen, give the Giants their due. Um, I don't want to hear anything about uh, a bad 4-1. There's no such thing as a bad 4-1. The 
They're beating they're beating the teams that are ahead of that are in front of them. This was a very good win by the Giants. You come back from 17 to 3, 20 to 10. You hold uh Green Bay basically scoreless. They got some meaningless points at the end with the safety, but hold their offense to nothing in the second half. 115 yards in the second half and 69, 69 of those yards came on Green Bay's last drive that failed with the third and two and the fourth and two. Um they uh let me get on Green Bay for a second because I'll I'll get both one of the Giants. You Green Bay if you're a Green Bay fan, you should be extremely concerned. Number one, the play calling was awful late in the game. You have a third and one. All right, you're down by seven points. Okay, need a touchdown clearly. You have a third and one at the six yard line, a minute eleven left, two timeouts, and you throw the ball on third and one and fourth and one. And and you're running and you have an above average running game. Pick up the first down, call timeout, and set yourself up to where you're going to have basically four plays from like say the five or four yard line. I did not understand the play calling whatsoever. You now you go third and one, batted that a batted ball, third and one, fourth and one, another batted ball. It made zero sense to me. Zero, like I, like get the one yard, get the first down, and, and <laughs> with timeouts. And then you're at the point to where you the, the the defense is at your mercy because you can run or pass. So that was the floor blew it from that standpoint. Um, but again, give uh, give the Giants credit. The Giants thing I like about the Giants is they know who they are. They're not asking Daniel Jones to win games. They're doing it with their defense. Their defense is ranked ninth in scoring, twelfth total in total defense. They are plus thirty one in their plus thirty one in the second half. They 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 that uh, those Buffalo coaches make. Great adjustments at halftime. Yeah. <laughs> that ball has done a tremendous job of of kind of rebuilding that culture, uh, holding people accountable. Uh, they ran the ball 100 for 31 rushes for 125 yards, not overusing uh, Saquon Barkley, which you mentioned a couple podcasts ago. I like how they mm-hmm. love how they're using him. And again, they're, listen, the Giants are not flashy. They know who they are, and they're playing solid. Again, very good defense, solid running game. And finding ways to win these win win these close games. What were your thoughts on this game? Yeah, I love this game. I did. This is my game of the week, by the way. Um, I love this game. Um, uh, because the coaching from um the Giants was so intense and so tangible. Um, in terms of knowing to your point, knowing exactly what they needed to do and what they needed to execute to to beat Green Bay. Um, I'll get back to the Giants in one second. I just wanted to say I told you so with Aaron Rodgers in this run style offense. It was never, ever, 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 ever gonna work. What what you were what you're talking about is the tension between that. Aaron Rodgers is the guy. He wants the glory. Yeah. It's just that simple. Yeah. It's just that simple. It just isn't going to work. And they ain't turn it to a running style team. It ain't happening. Not while he's quarterback. Um, Their great sin is giving up Devontae Adams, and they will regret that for their dying days. Um, So that, that is just, that just, they'll never be able to replace it. It just won't happen. Um, So, uh, so that's enough of Green Bay. And I'm tired of hearing about their defense. Get out of here. Um, no, so, no, uh, no, no, exactly. No, they, they so, defense did um, not play well in that game. So, so, um, but on the flip side, man, you know, like two things. Watching Saquon be Saquon 
He's dynamic. I mean, it's, he's, it's he's, a just, special, he's a special. He's a special It's old school. I'm just like I'm. I, it's how I used to watch running backs. It's just like that cut he did. Oh man, uh, he turned it. He turned Amos uh, around. Oh my goodness! It yeah. just left your mouth open. I yeah. was like, how did he do that that fast? Wow, I forgot running backs did this type of stuff. <laughs> so yeah, it just it just it just it's it. Well, he's a special talent. There's no like doubt running back. Like watching run like that. Wow, it just was wow, just as wow. So putting Saquon in all positions to be Saquon out in space. Oh my god, it was just ah like Undable's undressing defenses with his with his play calling. Um, or 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 um, who's the offensive coordinator for the Giants? So yeah, I got to get more to the Giants coaching staff now. Um. I'm so impressed by Dable. This is the game that really I was like, oh, okay. All right. He's like for real, for real. Um, and what's even more impressive, you're talking, is how he's 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 managing Daniel Jones and coaching him up. Daniel yeah. Jones is a average quarterback. It, it definitely Talent. kind. Very yes. kind. Talent wise. But boy, does he believe he's good. Yeah. And that's <laughs> he does believe he did that. <laughs> And that's coaching because yeah. he's not putting too much on his plate and he's not giving him reads. He can't. He's not giving him one read, one or two. He's not giving him one easy read. He's giving him three easy reads that he can make his progressions through and get the ball out quick. Um, He's letting him move when he is moving. And because he's an average quarterback and can't be replaced, he's saying, Daniel, give up your body. Go. Just go. That's what's going to buy in this team. That's what's going to get them. They're doing a hell of a job in New York, coaching-wise. I love to see stories like this where, no, it's not a fake 4-1 because that team shouldn't be 4-1. They don't have the talent. No, no. No, they shouldn't be 4-1. So, uh-uh. They're they're overachieving. That's not quite Not the other way around. So, No. Every game is a challenging game for them. The Giants can't, are in no position to be like any game is a winnable game. No, you know, just don't take anybody game. for granted. You know, so so no, that is a hard earn for. It is a stunner that they are four and one. Shocking, shot. I call me shocked. Didn't see this coming at all. Just this, they get all the credit. That it is. It is. It, like, I was listening to game, Sanchez was shocked, and normally I'm like, get it together, announcer, but I'm just like, I'm as stunned as him. I'm just like, I can't believe this is happening like this. They are putting on a clinic out there. Um, and so, uh, yeah, they, they, I could not be more impressed with what I saw for the Giants. That, that was, <coughs> that was, that was a gutty win. That was, that was a gutty, gutty win. And that was just a, just an entire team victory. And just watching them manage that offense is so impressive. And the last thing that I would say, um, this is how you know the coaching staff is really good, particularly uh, Dable, who had Josh Allen, coached him up, and then constructed an offense around him. That looks completely different in New York. It's not about the system. He's coaching to the talent of his players and the talent and the skill sets around him. Sounds simple. Sounds easy. But a lot of coaches mess it up 
Just look what's uh, going on in Denver. We yeah, now you think yeah, please. They're not. They were nowhere near as talented as Denver. Not even close. I mean, um, so like that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, it's no, not about no. your system. It's about the talent that is around you and creating a system around that talent. So, one last thing. so simple, but so many coaches mess it up. Such one, last, easy- one last thing about Green Bay. Um, sometimes you can just miss your window. Like it's cool to have all these thirteen win seasons and home field, but you that window, like that window could be that window could be closed. Like that's what I'm saying. That window is a possibility that that window could be closed. Oh, oh, bye, bye, shut, shut. Oh, you got okay, okay, shut, shut, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Green Bay, get out of here, please. Uh, Dallas is is on fire. Dallas, uh, Los Angeles, uh, great win for the for the Cowboys. They uh, take out the Rams twenty two to ten. This game was all 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 Dallas. They dominated with the defense. Uh, Demarcus Lawrence, the strip fat strip sack, nineteen yard touchdown uh, return that set the tone for the entire game. And Dallas basically never looked back. Uh, even though, despite the fact that they only had two hundred thirty nine yards of total offense, uh, their defense completely just you know annihilated the Rams. Uh, I mean, I could bash on the Rams, but this was about Dallas. Dallas. Speaking of knowing who they are, right? So Dallas goes for three, 164 yards rushing, 34 carries. Um, you're not similar to Daniel Jones. You're not asking Cooper Rush to do more than what he's capable of doing. Um, I just find it curious about the Cowboys from the standpoint of this, and I heard some of this talk, like, well, when Dak when Dak comes back, then what are they going to do about their philosophy and the style? Uh, run the ball, play to your defense, and I, you know, I thought about this, Rob, a, a lot today when I was preparing, especially when I looked at this Dallas game. I think Dallas actually misgaged how talented Dak was, and put just like put more onus on him than they should have. Now, I'm not saying Dak is not a very good quarterback; he's very good. But he's not a guy that can take you. He's not a guy. He's not going to make other people better. So you play to the style of run the ball. They got their defense together. It's a top ten defense now. They're ranked, I think, seventh. They now again, Dallas will do other stuff to shoot themselves in the foot. I don't trust McCarthy. They're, they're still, they still can have. They still be undisciplined shit like that. That that's why they ultimately won't win a championship. But I'm talking about in terms of just for in terms of how they should play. This is how they should play. Play the offensive line has gotten better. Play to your running game. Play to your defense. Get a lead. Allow those pass rushers. Well, you got one of the best in the league. I think probably the best pure pass rusher in the league in Parsons. And go from there. I think I don't think it's really that complicated. What are your thoughts? Um, remember how Dak got the job? Yes. What was Dallas the style then? Oh, they ran the ball. Had they ran the ball? Period. For his first couple of years, they and they had some success. They almost went to a conference championship. Remember, it's not hard. It's no the Dallas for those three Super Bowls. They ran the fucking ball. Yes, with a great offensive line and played to the defense. It's not. No, it's not. It's not algebra. It's not hard. It's not. (laughs) It's no. You. You. It's not. They need to embrace their identity. Yes, it's very even. Hey, Rob, let's go back to the seventies, Tony. Let's go back to the seventies with Doomsday and the, like the the running games, the running attack yeah. that they had. Like it's like it's like no, this, this really complicated. It really is. It's not. It's not. 
Like all these, I don't care about Dak throwing five thousand yards and all these. No, I don't care. The like, no, that's not. And I think, and one of the things I thought that the offense might struggle, but one of the best things that happened to him was probably losing all those receivers because they had to run the ball at that point. Like they, that probably was a blessing in the sky, and that that was, and that was more about them, you know, you know, NFL. You know, just the natural course of the NFL in terms of free agency and salary cap stuff like that. But that probably was that probably was the best thing to happen to them, because now you have a you have a style that can travel anywhere. That defense can travel anywhere. Now, still, you can still run the ball on that defense. I still will attack their from a, they're still built on speed, and you can still run the ball on defense. But the defense is fast and very good, very good. And the running game and offensive line has gotten better. That. That you know will, that will take you that that will that wins games in November and December. So no, the concept is not hard. It's just the fact is what it is 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 kind of like you allow style to eclipse substance. So Dak, like let's pump up Dak as the, uh, a possible MVP, five thousand yards, blah blah blah, about franchise quarterback, the star. You got to be you know stallback Aikman. Like no, he's not stallback. He's not Aikman. Stop it. He's not. He's not. He's barely. He's barely above Tony Romo. Not. Not that much better. Not that much better. So let's 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 just own that. If they own that, then they have chance to be you know interesting or dangerous. They always interesting, but dangerous. They really do. They have a lot. They have some talent on that. That again, they have some talent on that defense. And again, the offensive line has has improved dramatically since the beginning of the season. So. As far as the Rams, I mean, we shouldn't be surprised by the Rams. Like that, the Rams are like if I told you the Rams would be two and three after five games, I'm like, eh, probably. Like I'm not, you know. It's a classic Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Coming back and down. It, to Earth, yeah. Eventually, eventually, you do have to start paying the receipts. Yep. For, for everything that that you give up. And they lost again. You're talking about Odell Beckham. And you're talking about. I mean, the biggest one is Von Miller. You lose Von. Like Von. That's you don't. There's no replacing Von Miller. What he did and look the way he did for that team. You don't like no. uh Kansas City and Vegas. Uh this was the classic team. This was a classic game where a losing team is gonna find a way to lose. Uh <laughs> this was we were texting people behind the curtain, we were texting back and forth. It's just like you could just see this oh, yeah. No, you can see it a mile, a mile, no. a mile away. Yeah. No, no, they were gonna find a way find a way. They to lose this game. This is what losing teams do. Exactly. Um, Kansas City clearly was looking ahead to Buffalo. Clearly. Because they came out flat as a pancake. Um, but it didn't matter because you're playing a team that has a losing just you're playing a team that's great at losing. Like they just they have they it's it's in their DNA. They don't know how to win games right now. Um they're gonna find a way to lose. And you know, you make enough plays, you hang in. Um, we, we knew at halftime that this game would what that Kansas City was gonna win this game. Like he, we, bro, we, we both said like when they when they when they, that BS oh, call, the terrible call. Happened, yeah, 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 yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, they woke Kansas City up. Yeah, no. Somebody one of the refs didn't get the memo. You only make that call for Carr if he's playing the Carolina quarterback, not when he's playing Patrick Mahomes. No, that's the call Mahomes gets against Carr, not the other way around. No, we can't see. Like, how dare you? Just how dare you? How dare yeah. you? Uh, yeah, we knew, oh, we, knew okay. we knew that way, how it was going to turn out. Um, so 
Kansas City gets that out the way. Uh, they, of course, they own the Raiders. They Patrick Mahomes has owned that division. He's now twenty three and three against that division, which is just you know, just complete ownership, and nothing's going to change this year because the division is not anywhere near nope. uh, where we thought it was going to be. Um, Vegas, I mean Vegas again. Vegas was was right there. Um, Devontae Adams had a big game, though he, you know, you can't push a media. That that was just stupid. Uh, he just tried. He, got, man. he didn't get his money. Get your yeah. money in, homie. That's on you. <laughs> no, he don't care. Come on. <laughs> he, he got charged with misdemeanor assault, but nothing will come out as far as like. No, go, of course not. He'll get a fine, and I, I don't even know. If he, I mean, if, the, the guy's aiming for a payday, so he'll, you know, whatever, whatever. He'll get yeah. saddled. Yeah, whatever yeah. Happens. But, yeah. uh, yeah, the Raiders find a way to lose games. They've lost a number of close games. Uh, we know how we knew coming into the season how inconsistent that this team was, had the potential to be. So this is going to be this is what the Raiders are going to be all season long. They they will be in a number of close games because they have talent, and they'll find a way to lose them. It's just that simple. Um, so can so can see gets ready for Buffalo. We'll talk about that a little bit later in the podcast. We move on to. Who won the week? Uh, I had to. I had to say the Giants. I had to oh. say the Giants. Um, Saquon Barkley has been has been spectacular. The defense played well. We already talked about uh, uh, Dabble Dabble in terms of the culture, and that that is the toughest thing when you're taking over. When you change, when you have to come back, come into a place that had a just putrid culture. And mind you, the Giants had one of the worst worst cultures in the league, top bottom three. Worst cultures in the league, even beyond even beyond what happened transpired with Odell Beckham. It's, it was just general managers in in coaches in left and right. So they clearly to me won the week. You go you go to London, beat you know beat take out Green Bay, come back from seventeen to three twenty to ten when it seemed like all was lost. So to me, I had the Giants as winning the week. Would you agree with that? Uh, yeah, I mean, like I spoke highly, is, but it's just irritating seeing the Giants up there when my team is so good. So, um, because you're, so, your team, yeah, I expect your team to be great. But, so, but I don't there's no expectations of Giants. That's acceptable because our former OC is the one leading the charge. So, it's acceptable. It's coming <laughs> from the Buffalo country. So, it's acceptable. You know, I mean, you. I. We won. Obviously, we won the week because we're just we're just so very very good. You, you well, um, you have, if you take care of business this week, then you will be on this list. Oh, next week. oh, oh, oh! There will be no for sure. That, for that sure. is not even a question. Um, so so this is acceptable. It's an acceptable one. It's Buffalo and Jace. Uh, biggest disappointment: these NFL officials do making these dumbass roughing the passer calls. I'm sorry. I hate. I don't care about the rule. Some of these calls are just just common sense. Like, just let's can we use some common sense? I mean, can we like the the Kansas City one was bad, but it was like falling on top of him in the moment. It looked like he fell on top of him, but when you when you reviewed it, he took the ball away from him, and then he did try to brace himself. But the the fact that he took the ball away from him, that should eliminate that should eliminate it was horrible call. But the Grady, but no, the Grady Jarrett Jackson, Tom Brady was one of the worst that you will ever see. It's fine, it's bad, it's bad. They're both bad, bad, just bad. The, the point bad. is, I need officials to use common sense. Like what? Yeah. What are, 
Like, just, I mean. Also, just, I'm not here taking up for Brady. I'm just not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. He's got every call ever. Oh, his. no. Hell no. No, no. I'm not doing that. No. Oh, no. That. No. It'll be like that. Um, the, yeah. it, like, it just made, like, what was, there was nothing Grady Jackson could have done, but, I mean, what, like, I, I, again, I don't know what else he could have done in that, in that moment. I just, like, I don't understand, I don't understand from a standpoint, I get the whole protecting the quarterback because you don't have a quarterback, you don't have a league. But these, this, this is this is still tackle football. Last time I checked, still tackle football, and these, you can't miss these calls. Like these are game changing calls. Now I'm not saying Atlanta would have won that game because they're Atlanta, but still, like they put themselves in position to where they would have had the ball down by six. You know, they should have had the ball back, and we'll see what happens. The Kansas City call could have that could have been that could have cost them the game in a one point game. That could because that was because he recovered the ball and they ran. That was that should have been a touchdown. That should have been a, that should have been a scoop and score. So that so you 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 cannot have these calls in these games that are decided that decide like home for the advantage, a playoff spot. You just can't miss these calls. It's inexcusable. It's the the league should absolutely embarrass. The NFL is already already you know all, always reactive. Versus proactive, but it's just embarrassing for the officials. Should not be missing these calls whatsoever. Trained professional officials should not miss these calls. They shouldn't. So, uh, they were my biggest disappointment. You had any big other biggest disappointments? No, nah, nothing that stood out to me. I'm trying to think, but yeah. Uh, question or question for Sap? Or how are you concerned about NFL offenses? After a week, after five weeks, NFL offenses as a whole are only averaging twenty one point eight points per game. That is down from last year. Um, what are your thoughts? No, I mean they're changing every rule for the offenses. No, I'm not worried about them. They're, here's the thing: get better, get better. The defense has adjusted to you. Yeah, get better. Yep, it's just that simple. Yeah, I think we. I think, and I thought so about that. that. I think we went, two being replicated across the league can d- just confuse so many people. It's embarrassing. That's what's embarrassing. Now you brought up my biggest disappointment. That's embarrassing. If this is a thing that people are actually caring, like can't figure out, then that's embarrassing. You're talking about the Kansas City, the Kansas City, the, the defense that people are using against Kansas City. That defense. I'm talking about the defense they're using everywhere against everybody all the, all over the league. Here's what defenses realize. Because the game has been skewed so much for offenses, offensive teams said, we don't care about the run anymore. And Buffalo, we're one of them. We just said, nah, we don't feel like running anymore at all, ever. Just like, okay, why guard the run? What are we doing here? If you're not going to run, why are we bowing up against the run? And so that's, that's essentially what's going on. The obvious hit back is guys start developing running games across the league. Yep. And, yeah, and, and you got to coach up. And that, that coincides with coaching up better offensive line play. Like, it's yeah, just that yeah, simple. Yeah, I mean, so it just it just get better. It's just that simple. Yeah, I, yeah. listen, I don't – I'm not one. I like – like, you can call me an old head. You can call me a purist. I like great defense. Like, I, I, I just don't like a lot of turnovers and sloppy play and penalty shit like that. But great – like I told you, the, my favorite game this week was the Kansas City, not Kansas City, the uh, Baltimore Cincinnati game. That was a great defensive game to watch. So I, I'm all, I don't care about the scores being low. To be honest with you, I, I, it's like okay, like to your point, get better, make the adjustment. It's a chess match. Get better. That's it. No, that's it. That's it. 
Yeah, there you Obviously go. They had the upper hand when the rules initially changed. Get better. Yeah. Adjust it. Stock up. Uh, the NFC East. I actually better put the NFC East. Uh, you had the Jet, uh, the five and zero Philadelphia Eagles, four and one Dallas Cowboys. Of course, the four and one New York Giants. And there's another team that's in there that's just taking yeah. up space. What's their record? What they call one and four. One and four. That team. <laughs> Commanders. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Command, commanding the basement. They're around. They're around. They're around. They're around. They're around. They show up every Sunday and put on the uniform. <laughs> no, they don't show up every Sunday. That's not true. I mean, they show up to the game. They literally, though. No, yes, they literally show up. Their bodies do. Yes, and they put on the uniform. <laughs> and then they get out in the field. And then nothing happens to them. But the NFC East uh, has been great this year. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to some of the matchups, uh, some of these old-school rivalries that these teams hate each other. Philadelphia and Dallas hate each other. The Giants, Philadelphia, hate each other. Of course, the Giants and Cowboys hate each other. So, um, you know, listen, they took a lot of shit, rightfully so. But by right, now, right now, by, yeah, by on this podcast, and rightfully so, but you can't deny what's going on with those two, with those three top teams playing excellent football and, and having some quality wins. I mean, Dallas goes to L.A., uh, the Giants take out Green Bay, uh, and Philadelphia has been spectacular all season long. So um, we will see when they, when those teams, or Dallas did took out the Giants earlier, but we we have a heavyweight matchup, unexpected heavyweight matchup coming up when we do our preview of Week Six action. Stock down, Green Bay and analytics. Uh, Green Bay Packers. That that's an obvious one. Uh, I just they. There's just something missing with that team besides Devontae Adams. There's an intangible that's missing in that with that team right now. Don't like I don't like the vibe. Don't like the energy. Um, you know, Aaron Rodgers starting to get a little antsy. I mean, you know how how antsy Aaron can be. Uh, so they're not they're not clicking whatsoever. And analytics. I don't want to hear anything more about analytics. I'm sorry. I don't want to hear a coach use the word. I don't want like analytics is fine. When it's properly used, I think the NBA does probably the best job of of using analytics. I know baseball has has kind of baseball has kind of lost their minds with it too. But football is football. You tackle, you hit. Like football, certain we don't have to overcomplicate. It's blocking and tackling. Uh, we don't have to over. We don't have to over uh, complicate the sport of football with these analytics, and it's it's clearly in these coaches' heads. Clearly, there's an edict from above. That these coaches are getting in regards to these analytics, there's no question about it. So, what, what are your thoughts on stock down? Do you have anything to add? I'm gonna throw Tampa Bay in the stock down. Oh, interesting. Yep. Explain. Oh, I need to explain. Sure. No, I, I want to know why. I, mean, I, I don't uh, have a problem with it. But yeah. I'm saying. yeah. 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 No, I mean, like, uh, I'm I'm looking at so the top two teams. In the NFC, we're supposed to be Tampa and Green Bay. And I'm looking at the NFC rise over both of those. I'm looking at the NFC East rise over both of those. I like Dallas and I like um, Philly over both of those teams right now. So stock down on Tampa. Because they were Super Bowl, they were the NFC Super Bowl favorites, if I'm not. They were. Correct, both right? of them. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Nope. They, What's their they... record? Uh, both of them. Well, both of them three and two. Question for you: They're three and two. Two and three, so, three and two. Yep. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, it's not even so much. Listen, it's not even so much the record; is how they've played. It's how they look. Yeah, yeah. 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 There's, there's not one 
single iota bit of fear. As a matter of fact, I'm looking past that band, and now I'm more rooting for Dallas to get to the Super Bowl so we can beat their ass. You root for Dallas. That's the ultimate receipt. Yeah, it That's is, no. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that would be... Because I, I just don't think Brady and them are going to make it. I, I don't think so either. I don't, either. Think, they, I don't no. think they got a chance right now. No. I'm not, I'm not impressed. No, no, but let's, no, let's go back to one of your old adages. You don't like... Um, not so change. much confusion. You don't like change, so I, I don't like we, we know what's that, going that on. We, we know we get a sense of what's going on with Tom Brady's personal life. But that yeah. there's no way that that cannot be affecting the vibe on that team. It's just impossible. It's, these are human oh, beings wow. at the end of the day. So it's kind of like going and back. Tom, to, Tom Brady's not just the quarterback. He's the Lord High yes. God. Yep. That yep. Of oh. that whole team. Of that, the whole team. That anything that affects him affects everybody. Affects everybody. Nope. There's no two ways about it. There's no two. There's all there's to it. There's all there's to it. So that that is, and they had they had less room for error anyway coming into the season with the talent. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. no, sure. yeah, you oh, don't you don't like bad. not normal. You don't like yeah. You don't like different. Mm-hmm. That's that yeah. Uh, so ball players don't like different. That's why I don't. That's the reason I don't like it. They don't like. It. Um, week six preview. Uh, let's get right to the super heavyweight matchup: Bills, Kansas City. The clear. Two best teams in the league. I don't care what about these power rankings. These are the two best teams in football. Uh, this is the best rivalry in football right now. Uh, last time they played, they played one of the best football games that you will ever see. Uh, we know what happened with that. Um, what are your feelings going into this game? What do you need to see uh, from your team? God, this is such a hard game to, to figure out in my head. Um, I would everywhere with this game. I went everywhere with this game. Um, But something that I heard finally settled me before before I got on this podcast. Um, Kansas City played on Thursday. Short week for them. Not short week for us. Advantage us. Um, So uh, what I would love to see is and I'll get my score at the end of this. What I would love to see. Oh, what are you talking about? Kansas City played on. Hold on. You mean Kansas City played on uh Monday? Monday, you mean? Yeah. Right. Short you said Thursday. No, you said Thursday. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry. But sorry. short week, regardless of your point. Yeah, point as well. Yeah, short week. Short week. Yeah. Yep. Short week. Short week. Um, that that's 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 what. Advantage anyway, um, because it's just razor thin in my head. I couldn't, I couldn't. No, that's that's that. Hey, any advantage, Um, yeah, any advantage you take. So, so, uh, so, anyways, um, so, uh, what I would love to see, what I would want to see is, um, is, uh, I'm terrified in Kansas City. I am apprehensive. I have all the feelings and emotions. I would love to not see any of that from the players. As a matter of fact, what I want to see is I want to see us say we're so much better than you and then show it on the field. That's that's what I that's what I want to see. And there there'll be a couple of indicators on that, but the biggest indicator will be how aggressive we are able to be against Patrick Mahomes. And I'm not talking about blitzing. You don't blitz. You don't blitz my homes. That's not a thing. Um, I'm talking about how aggressive our front front four can get after him, right? 
Nothing as crazy as the Super Bowl where he didn't have any offensive line. He just got crushed a billion times. Nothing like that. But I want us to harass him. That's the difference. That's why this is why Bob Miller is here. This is the singular reason Bob Miller is here. Is for this game is to go up against the Kansas City Chiefs. So that's what I want to see from that side of the ball. And I want to see no hesitation from the offense. Their defense is not not that good. We we can't No, there are no plays to be made. They're especially in the second game. We cannot let them off the hook offensively by not holding up our end of the bargain. Um, I mean, that, you just we, can't let Chris that, Jones wreck the game. That's all. If you you just can't let him turn, don't let him turn. You just that, can't let him wreck the game, which he can't. Horrible. That would be we mismanaged our game plan. Right. Like no, I'm saying you just can't um, let him wreck the game. It just it would just. That's, be, he's their defense. He's their entire defense. We we would have just mismanaged the game. That 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 should even be a consideration. Um, because like that should be a number one on the board, and we have a game plan for that. And that 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 just happened. That's like. Aaron Donald, like you just like if you don't have a game plan to 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 take him out of the game, no matter how many offense online and, and then you're just malpractice. It's just malpractice. Um, so yeah, absolutely. We've just mismanaged it. If that happens, forget about it. Um, so so then I, I need to see us dominate them offensively. Like like that just should just be. We're just better than them offensively. And it's not even close. So that should just be, um, and then and then like I said, harass on the, on the defensive side, talent wise, skill wise, this game should score similarly to last year's in the regular season game. Thirty eight twenty, but I don't think it's going to go that way. I think it'll be a little closer than that. Yeah, no, by, by any stretch of the imagination. So. The thing that I hey, remember, on. Kansas City was in a bad place when you played them last, last this time no, no, last no. year. Horrible place. That's they're not, that, they're not no, in that I'm place. Saying, this year. I'm saying talent wise, skill wise, the entire team. We're better than them. We're just yes, better. You are. You are. But uh, they were playing horrible football this time last no, year. No, I'm not going back to last year. I'm talking about right now. We're right now, yeah. Yeah. You have more time. Uh, yeah, so, so here's, the, here's what I'm saying. But uh, but I, of course I don't I don't I don't see it being that. So um the thing that I go back to is the short week. We're healthy. We're healthy. Yeah. Outside of who we lost for the season, we're healthy. Yeah, you're getting somebody's back. So, uh, because we were able to rest, um, and because we didn't have to go full throttle against Pittsburgh all four quarters, they did against the Raiders. That's also a big, big key. So I see the game twenty four twenty Buffalo. Uh, I'm very confident about you your team winning the game. I think you are the best team in the league. I have not strayed away from that, despite what happened in Baltimore. Um, they have you guys have a gear that no other team has. You have the best defense. You have a quarterback who is the MVP right now. You have a coaching staff that makes great adjustments. You have the best defensive coordinator in the league right now. So it's like I'm very. I, I, I'm almost like, and again, it's not my team, but I'm almost might be a little too confident. Uh, about your team going to this game. Now, again, that I still think this is going to be a very competitive game. Kansas City is Kansas City. They will not come out like they did against the Raiders. They just, it's not going to happen. Nah, uh, nah. nah. No, no. I'm, so I'm not even being fooled. They like, I'm not, they, no, they will be completely locked they, in. But I do, I'm looking at the matchups. I think you can get to Patrick Mahomes with your front four. Um, 
And I like Kansas City's offensive line. It's a very good offensive line. But I do think you can cause him some. He can be, you can get him uncomfortable. I don't, your receiving core is one of the deepest in the league. I don't see how they match up with your receiving core. Like, if, if Allen has time to throw the ball, like, he's going to make a number of big plays down the field. Like, I, I don't, I'd be very interested to see how Kansas City defends. Yep, nope. Defends the passing game because I just don't. The secondary is just not. This is not. It's just not there. They just can't. They're not. They. I mean, they made mistakes against just one great def- receiver in Devontae Adams because Waller. Waller didn't even play in the game. He was hurt. Um, I'm like, yo, it's Devontae Adams. You just have to really cover one guy. Like, what? What are you doing? But again, they will be more locked in as a team. But there's still some issues with that secondary. The secondary is not like that. Uh, like I said, we already mentioned Chris Jones. You, I mean, you just can't, you can't allow Chris Jones to, to become like Aaron Donald. You just can't. That, like you said, that would be horrible coaching, and I don't see your coaching staff. It's too good for that. It is at this point. No, that's not gonna happen. So I would lean probably thirty-one, thirty-one, twenty-one. That's the score I have in my head. I, again, I think now again. It can you can win this game and lose in the playoffs and would not be surprised again. Would not be surprised by that. So I'm not dismissing Kansas City. Yeah, this, this is- um, but I, I just think that I, I just think that you're a better team. I think you're a better team. The motivation, um and the fact that you like I said, they both teams are gonna be sky high for this game. Really? But ultimately I, I, I think that the I, I think that the defensive line and the fact that I think they have two major advantages that just Kansas City can't make up for. I I don't think I I don't think that they I don't think that they you can that they can block your defensive line enough to not to enough to throw Mahomes off just enough just enough to get him uncomfortable and I think again I'm looking at your the, the biggest one to me is the receivers your receivers against that that against that defensive backfield that that is the biggest mismatch by far like that like your receivers and the, who's the dude that was catching passes the new dude was Shine. Uh, what's his uh, name? Um, Sha- Shahir. Shahir, yeah. Like they have, they they're like. I mean, there was the, the you guys yeah. said you have the deepest receiving core, minus maybe outside of Miami. Um, he's the fourth. He's, he's the fourth. Yeah, no, like that is ridiculous. How deep he, that receiving he, core is. He was playing big time because McKenzie was out with a concussion. Right. No, they they receiving. They've done a tremendous job of developing those guys, um, and they can all make plays like. They they all can make plays. They're all fearless. So I like Buffalo in the game. I think this again. This will be from a strategic standpoint, from a coaching standpoint. It will be a fascinating game to watch. The adjustments. This is a game where you probably for a rewatch. I probably have to watch all twenty two. Just for I that. think Reed is going to try to run the ball. I do too. He has to. I think he has to because I think yeah. you, he has he has to protect. He, okay. more, he has to keep your keep your offense keep your offense off the field and protect his quarterback. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I think he will. I wouldn't be surprised if they ran the ball if they if their goal was to run the ball thirty to thirty five times. I would not be surprised if that was in their game plan. You know what? You made me think of something else. I wanted to see that be the key to victory. The first game, I was so impressed with the physicality of our defensive line. Right. Not even necessarily the speed, but just how they beat up that offensive line. That's how I think we get to Mahomes in the fourth quarter. We just beat. I want to see us beat the hell out of their offensive line. Yeah. Have them struggling to get up in the fourth quarter. No, no, it's it's yeah, that that they're chasing the old ground all crazy all day. 
that's just bull, beat the hell out of them. Well, yeah. So the reason why you the reason why you win this you win this game because of your defense defense line. We say if Buffalo wins this game, we'll be like we will be singing the praises of that defensive line. Period. That's all there's to it. Like that. In we, the past, this is this is the other difference I want to say. You really spark some things. Um, in the past, I would say we played scared of what Mahomes could do. Scared is probably the wrong word. They would never use that. Cautious. Mm-hmm. Whatever of what Mahomes could do. What I would love to see is to see our defense finally say we them boys. Yeah. So what so what you don't want to me, like we we know how explosive your offense. You don't want you don't want to turn this turn into a shootout. That's way that's too dangerous. Like you don't want this to be game to be played in the thirties and forties, even though you can score, because that that's when Mahomes is at another level that you don't you know you don't, want, my to, score? You don't want to turn this into a shootout. You want to turn this to a you want, uh-huh. you want to turn this into a physical, yep. nasty, like in the yep. trenches type game. That's the yep. game you want. Like because listen, you like said, you have this advantage over any team in the league. You can win thirty four. Uh uh-uh. You can win any style. The style that will suit you best in this game. Is a style of like to your point physicality and make this a nasty, ugly, just not sloppy, but nasty, just a physical, you know, white uh, physical game, just a, a game of physicality, a, a game where you want to win at the point of attack. Like you want, you want them to feel you. You know what I'm saying? So if this game is up and down, if his if his game is free flowing, no, that's where Mahomes is just all time great. Like you don't. I don't want Mahomes ever comfortable, ever, because their defense and their and their defense feeds off that. So if their defense, from a psychological standpoint, if their defense sees Mahomes get knocked down and uncomfortable, it's like it'd be like, oh shit, we we actually need to, to do something. Like we, like, their defense, you know what I'm saying? So they, you know, it's kind of like with the with the old Indianapolis coach with Peyton Manning. They're deep, those guys would feed off Manning getting up early, and then then they would unleash the pass rush. Those games where. They had to win when Peyton Manning was average. Is like nah, it wasn't until that their Super Bowl year that they were able to do that. But that took forever. So should be a fast again from a strategic standpoint, from a uh, coaching fascinating game. Listen, it's Andy Reid versus Leslie Frazier. That is that that's worth their price of admission. We're talking about the best offensive mind versus the the best defensive guy right now in the league. Leslie yeah. Frazier is the best defensive guy in the league. So yeah. I I would pay just you would pay to see that. Just alone on just great coaching. Uh Dallas, Philadelphia, unexpected heavyweight matchup. Uh one of one of just the nastiest rivalries in the league as far as just hatred. Like these two teams, I know, we know. We went to Temple. I grew up in the Philadelphia area. These teams, oh my God, these teams hate each other to a T. Uh both teams are playing well. Uh Philadelphia comes in undefeated. Um I think Philadelphia is the better, more well-rounded team from top to bottom. I think they do have more talent. Uh, would not be surprised if Dallas won, but I have to lean towards Philadelphia. I like how Philadelphia is talking. Like Jalen Hurst said, I don't give a shit about five and zero. Like I don't like I don't want to hear it. That's the type of stuff that I look for. Guys not feeling themselves. They're not talking. You know, patting themselves on the back. He's like, yo, I don't care about five and zero. So that's the type of stuff that I like to hear from a team that's ascending, playing well. I think this game will be a very I think this game will be a very close game. I don't think Dallas will be able this is a game what's gonna happen. I'm telling you right now what's gonna happen. Philadelphia is gonna say Cooper Rush, 
we're going to, you, you beat us. And I don't think he can do that. Because Dallas would not be able to run the ball in Philadelphia. Yeah. I, 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 this is one where I, I actually, I'm very excited. I don't have a sense or feel of Philadelphia Dallas like that this year. So I, I am very excited to really sit down and take this one in um, and just watch two division rivals go after each other. I just love that it's Buffalo, Kansas City, 425, and then Sunday night is Dallas. Oh, that's a, a perfect that setup. Is, um, perfect setup. I much rather have I much rather have the Buffalo Kansas City four twenty five. I think that, that I'm great. That I, I love. Yeah, this, I just, I'm I'm I I I cannot wait to sit down and just engage in this this level of football. Um, I agree with you. I tend to think Philadelphia is better because they're a little bit more explosive, but. They've had struggles in the second half. Defense is a problem. It is. It is. No, it is. But here's the, here's, um, the, here's the matchup, though. Here's the thing. This is why I think Philadelphia matches up so well. Dallas defense is a problem in terms of speed and rushing. Philadelphia will pound the ball down your throat. Yes, they that's will. what I think. They yes, Philadelphia. They, they not. They don't want to. They they're not a drop back team. They're gonna. They they're gonna play. Yes, they no, will. we're gonna hit you right in the mouth. So that's why I think Dallas one, defense could be susceptible. My one caveat to that is turnover. Yep. Yep. I, 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 I'm, I just, that's my one caveat. I mean, of course, turnovers in any game, yep, but. Dallas can turn you over. They can turn you over. No, no question. This is, um, for example, like in the other game, we have two quarterbacks and teams that are used to being in this situation with each other. Definitely. Right. And we've seen them just continuously raise their level, play and not back down from each other. This is Dallas and Philadelphia in this iteration of their team's kind of first go at it at this high, high, higher stage, higher level. That creates walkiness. Yep. Um, there gonna be some, to your point, there are going to be some turnovers. I don't know who from who, yeah. but there are going to be some turnovers because the, the height. I, 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 I'm just sensing Parsons. Strip sack, strip of hurts more than once. And I, and I just feel it in my bones. And as I'm saying that, I think that's going to be where I'm going to go in my pick. And for some reason, I feel like this game is is more on par with that um, Cincinnati Baltimore game you were referencing. Right. So I like. Oh, a this is 19, a struggle. I think. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I like a 1915 game, something like that. Yeah. Go nineteen. I can see that. Dallas. I can see that. No, I would not be surprised either way. I would. I. I lean towards Philadelphia. I like Philadelphia in the game, but I would not be surprised. Parsons is. He's a game wrecker. Like he can. He's one. He is one of the best defensive players in the league. He's on one this this year. He's he, no, one. he no. He's come out for that. No, he's trying to get that defensive player of the year. He he's wants on, that bad. Yeah, yeah, he's he's unblockable right now. Um. Yeah, I, I, the more and more we talked about this game, I, I love this game. Oh my god! Like just as a yeah, as a just a purist. Oh my god! This that that would be a very good game. I mean, easily. This is gonna be good. This is this is a good football. Oh side. no, it's an excellent. No, it, it has to make up for that for honey honey do Sunday. Yeah, no, it, you you can't you you can only follow this up with, with you can you can't. 
this can only be the two matchups following the, the Honeydew Sunday. So, no, this is give us the dud in week five. Give us those duds at 1 o'clock and, you know, come follow it up with some mega hits uh, for this uh, for this week, you gotta follow it up. And it's not, it's not. The NFL, the NFL, is smart. They knew they was doing. You know, you got, you gonna have a couple of weeks like week five. That's just going the nature of a seventeen game schedule. Um, but no, this weekend, this week would be great. Uh, back to back. Uh, before I let you go, um, could have put this under uh, disappointment. Of course, we know what transpired. Boy, your guy, <laughs> he my guy, he ain't my guy. The new media. <laughs> We know what transpired with Draymond Green um, punching Jordan Poole, you know, blah, 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 so on and so on. Did you do a podcast He didn't. No, he actually didn't. No, no. So he did. He actually didn't. So Draymond actually handled it well after the fact. He said, I watched watched him, you know, in the press conference, answered all the questions, took it on the chin, did, said all the right things, said all, it sounded contrite, right? So... As, as he should have, you punched another man in the face for what talking, talking trash. Like no, so he took all took the message from that, that standpoint. The problem is the Warriors' reaction. So today comes out. I watched. You know, Steve Kerr says that there's not going to be a suspension for Draymond. He was fined a undisclosed amount of money, which I'm sure will not be a lot considering he makes twenty five million dollars a year, minus not even including endorsements. So he'll he'll be fine from that standpoint. The problem is you can't sit up here, and I I listen to I watch the Steve Kerr press conference. You can't sit up here and say that this is worse than what transpired with Kevin Durant when he was suspended, and then not suspend him for this right here. Uh, the reason why they didn't suspend him because they didn't they wanted him to be a part of Ring Night, which is will be next week when the NBA season starts uh, for Golden State. I'm sure like on on Monday. Uh, I'm sorry. Like you, you can still be a part of ring night and not play. Okay, so they could have did that. It was a cowardly move, by a gutless cowardly move by the organization. Organization to me that has the cachet to suspend Draymond Green. He's not Steph Curry. All right, he's not like Giannis. Okay, um, so the excuses that were made for not suspending him were just not did not suffice for me. It was gutless. Um. Created is creating even more. I think going to be friction in that locker room between the young warriors and the older warriors, because um, the young warriors don't like they don't know Draymond like that. Like they, those guys came up together, Kaminga, Pool, all those guys probably are close and what have you. Um, but again, I just how they handled this situation was like just miserable, horrible to me, and. I guess you know. Listen, I, I want to ask you this hypothetical question before I had gave you before I entertained your thoughts on this. If you had a kid, right, hypothetically speaking, and they did something egregious at at at, at school, and their birthday was coming up, wouldn't you like cut down, cut that party out, and just have like a little private thing with where I don't, you know. Like wouldn't you, wouldn't you have to discipline that kid? Like yeah, what make, you're talking about is is a consequence. Consequence, right? yeah. Wouldn't it have to be a consequence? Like, yeah, they might hate you in the moment, but we're looking at the long term here. Like, what what accountability are we showing if we're not holding someone accountable for again punching another man in the face? 
What are your thoughts? Um, I think Draymond is getting very cranky in his old age and is trying to figure out ways in which to stick around the league and um, not the league, that team in particular. Um, and uh, to your point, the more they enable him, the worse it will get. And at a certain point in time, his antics will outstrip his value to the team because his skill set is declining so significantly. Yep. Um, and so I think it's more or less, I don't, I mean, I think, you know, anybody that walks to that building, there are three names that ring out, and those are the three names Steph, Clay, and Draymond. It doesn't matter if you're young, old, whatever. Those those are the guys. They are made men, to, so to speak. There, there is no getting past that. Um, so everybody bows down to them. So then you get to the circumstance. What makes it egregious to me is that you have so much social cachet in that locker room, in that building. Why are you punching poor Jordan Poole? Right? You're trying to make him whatever Whatever reason Draymond is thinking in his head, you're trying to make him top for you, trying to blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I think it was a pure bully. Let's be honest. It was a bully move. But, exactly. but what it comes off as is bullying. And again, the more you enable this behavior, the more it's going to come organizationally. And so then it becomes like, wait, hold on. What does, does Draymond's value Talent-wise to the organization, equal what he brings. And if his talent is just this energy, if that's his value to the organization, I don't, I don't, I don't know what that says about your team. To be honest with you. Um. So to your point, it's a bad look all around. It just is. It's just a bad look. Yeah. I mean, it's it just it, like none of it makes sense from a standpoint. Let, let let's go back to even let's go back to uh. The actual situation. Um, first of all, I don't give a shit how the video was leaked. That was that's classic. Like let's deflect the attention. I mean, we're, the, we're, we're in 2020. Yeah, I know. I understand that. That's fine. But I, I, I me personally, I'm still. No, 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 I, we're, no, I'm just saying we're in 2000. Like, like I'm. Yeah, no, oh, no, that's the yeah, that's the reason. Right. It's, 20, it's 2022. Like, exactly. That, that's not even a thing. Yeah, that's not no. Let's deal with the let's deal with the dynamic of, of another man punching another man in the face like that that. That was the issue, and it's not leadership. It's not tough. It's uh, it's inexcusable. And again, like the NBA is this year, they're gonna be probably more teams that can win it than they have been in a, in a long time. There's a lot of balance at the top. Okay, a lot. So anything, something like this, could cost a team a championship. Period. It's just that simple. Any like any chemistry wonky chemistry or like discourse in the locker room, anything like this could cost a team a championship. So to me, it, like I don't get it as an organization why you wouldn't send that message. Like, no, we're not going to tolerate this shit. Um, that's that. Like I remember when I was in high school, right? We, uh, our best player did some shit, had gotten in trouble in school. Coach was like, yeah, you're going to dress, but you're not playing. This is our best player. Clearly was our best player. Uh, rest in peace. Rest in peace to uh, Coach Colin. 
sent the message, sent sent the clear message like, no. The message was, I'll suspend any of y'all. If I suspend him, I can any of y'all can get it. Draymond's not even their best player. So, yeah, a message had to be sent. A consequence had to be sent. Should have been sent. And it wasn't. And it's, 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 it's disappointing to see from an organization that light years ahead and, you know, all the championship pedigree, it doesn't mean, like, you have the cachet to suspend Draymond. And it's almost like you it's almost like you were afraid to suspend Draymond based on the fact that you'll lose him for the season. Well, you know what? He might already be gone, to be honest with you. <laughs> this is not going to help bring him back to your point about the enabling. So, you know, uh, they did a bad job on that. The Kurd, Steve Kurd, the whole press conference, that was a joke with that. I mean, he said something, well, this is the toughest situation we've ever dealt with, uh, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. Um, we'll see how it plays out. Uh, matter of fact, it actually it actually has changed my pick as far as who I'm gonna pick to win to get to the finals. To be honest with you, that's how much I think about it. Because originally I had Warriors and Bucks, but I don't I don't think I'm picking I don't think I'm picking Golden State. To be honest with you, uh, it's something like something like this could derail a season. Like I I've seen it, we've seen it. It doesn't it doesn't take much. The 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 the, 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 the gap between the best and the, is not that far in the NBA. It's not like it's not this year. It's a lot of talented team, a lot of talent at the top. So, thought they mishandled it, and we I think they will pay the price over the course of the season. Uh, that's going to wrap it up for this latest edition of the Real Deal Podcast. Uh, certainly, Mr. Sapp is looking forward to his bills uh, come Sunday. That is a big-time heavyweight, you know, Dang. super. That's a big-time game. That's it. Like, if you're a football fan, no matter who you root for, that that as a just – fan you love you, you're gonna love watching these two teams play because they played like i said one of the best football games i've ever seen in my life last uh january mr sap thanks for joining me all right sir you have a wonderful evening have a great week you you as well uh before i let you go um to my audience that is not to you mr sap <laughs> before i let my audience go um this time of year is always a uh kind of bittersweet um, because, as you all know, the podcast debuted in 2008, uh, October 8th, 2008. Well, something else also happened around October of 2008, um, and unfortunately, it was it was a, a, a tragic event. Uh, not going to get into details, not nobody's business from that standpoint, but just we, I, uh, I lost someone personally. Um, and I, you know, haven't not acknowledged it on the podcast, I think for a long time now, maybe if ever, but I you know it was just in my heart to acknowledge, uh, the memory of one, uh, Kyla, Kyra, excuse me, Kyra Funderburg, um, who was a daughter, a sister, a granddaughter, a niece, and a personal friend of mine who I grew up with. Uh, both our mothers obviously are very are still to this day obviously very close, and I just want to acknowledge that uh, you know she certainly would never be forgotten, and our you know it's just you know just one of those just unfortunate things that you have to deal with in life. And again, this time of year is always bittersweet for me personally from that standpoint. But like I said, she um, always in our hearts. Um, God bless her family. Um, again, you can't imagine what 
that is like um, just as a mother that or parents, father, mother, father to have to go through something like that as far as just you know losing a child. Um, but she again just was a um, special individual that you know I grew up with, and uh, certainly we missed. So I just want to acknowledge that before I headed out. Uh, that is going to be all for the, this edition of the Real Deal Podcast. Again, thanks for the support. You can subscribe to my YouTube channel. You see here, post it up um, on, on, on the website. Enjoy the rest of your week. So long. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.